You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode number 17, where we do a part three on our discussion around the active growth of a leader. Kick back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another Leaders of the Future podcast. I'm Julian from The 19 Project, and uh, joined, as always, by Joel Bagnall from Lift Leaders. Um, hey, Joel, I've got a question for you before we get into our topic for today. What is your, uh, I was thinking about this, what's your favorite cake? My favorite cake? Yeah, I just, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to ask him a random question when we start today's episode. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Any, any particular style? Well, I guess there's a, always an argument over what's called what, but as I would like to call it, the New York baked cheesecake. Yes. Oh, that, that's distracted me now um, because I am... Um, <laughs> that was your own doing? Yes, it was. But um, What's hey, your favorite cake? My favorite cake? Well, I do like a cheesecake. I actually like a good cake. So my daughter makes a fantastic Victoria sponge cake. I like was waiting old, for the Victoria sponge to come up. Just, just, just good old-fashioned traditional stuff. How old am I? Um, I'm, sat, I'm sat at my table recording this with you. And um, I have a puzzle out. There you go. Um, and you're talking about a Victoria sponge. And were, doing, a, doing a puzzle. You were delightfully uh, British. I've definitely reached a certain age. But no, welcome to everyone who's listening. We love that you're with us and staying on the journey as we're going through this acronym of LEADER. And we did L, which is about love. We did E, which is about example. And now we're on A, which is about active growth. And for the last few weeks, we've been talking... We talked about wisdom. We've been unpacking Luke 2.52, where Jesus yes. grew in wisdom, which we talked about last time. And today we're going to talk about how he grew in stature. And you're about to show off, aren't you? What gives you that word. sense, Julian? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like, like you said, we've, we've already had two conversations about this. The first one was just introducing the importance or the concept of active growth, but um, last time we talked about wisdom and we're, we're going through that scripture from Luke 2 52 uh, and the next word is stature. And um, I guess we have a, a wide variety of people who listen to this podcast and some of them, I don't know, maybe they're not familiar with what the word stature means. And that's, that's, that's at least in the English translation. So I had, I had to dig into that and look at the original word in the scripture in the Greek, the word for stature is helikia. And, um, in its, in its context, really, what that means is lifespan, like life maturity or age. And it's interesting when you read that verse we're going through in context, it actually comes straight off the back of this moment where Jesus is lost for three days. You know, Joseph and Mary lose track of him, look for him for three days and find him in the temple. And he's like, hey, of course, I would always be in my father's house. And then all it says is uh, he grew in et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's where we get Luke 52. And then it jumps basically to the baptism of Jesus. So that is the only verse. Verse 52 is the only verse we have in the book of Matthew to describe 18 years, 17, 18 years of Jesus' life. So there's a lot in that scripture and stature. When you think about growing from the age of 12, I think he was to the age of 30, that is the a prime growing season of your life. And um, it's really, uh, of course, when you turn 30 and get married, you maybe grow outwards, put on a few kilos. 
That is really, come on, Bible, what's going on? Like, that's a lot of years. That's a key formative period of Jesus' life to yeah. just say he grew in wisdom, stature, in favor with God, in favor with people. That's, um, yeah, wow. That's a bit of a spin out. So the question is what happened in those 18 years, isn't it? Because they are the formative years for people when you're, you know, we think of our own uh, experiences, perhaps, of what it was like to be 12 through to our 30s. Um, That's and the things, years. things things you go through as a teenager, young adult, um, in through education, uh, relationships, get married, start having a family, you know, you move from being dependent on your parents to being independent of your own home and having your own home to run. And so an awful lot of stuff happens in there, doesn't it? So, yeah. That it's the opportunity, I think you said there, that whole kind of life maturity and maturing as a person is, I, I like to think of stature as it's who you are as a person. Mm. And that's what was happening to Jesus, wasn't it? He was learning lots of different things from different people, from his home environment of working with his dad, running a business, and perhaps seeing some of that where it went well, where it didn't go well, um, to time in the temple, learning from those, from the teachers. And just obviously doing life and seeing what was going on in the context that he was in was helping him to make him the person, the, the human side of him anyway, yeah. 100% man, um, making him who he was. Yeah, and, that, and really what we're saying is when we look at that verse stature, it's not just, hey, he turned from 12 to 30. Stature yeah. really applies... Um, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally. The other side note encouragement is, you know, if there's people listening who are above 30, it's an, it's, it's, it, <laughs> it's warming my own heart here, turning 35 next month. Ooh, in two or so weeks. Ooh. As much as we look at that age bracket, 12 to 30 and go, yeah, that's really, really important. That's really formative to do. Most of you growing there. It tells me that the years of post 30, are so significant. That's what's most talked about, you know, with, if we look at it anecdotally, you know, the life of Jesus, that's, that's where you really step into your, your calling and um, to live life with that understanding that even as important as these years feel socially, educationally, really a lot of that is just significant preparation for what is going to come. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Um, and I was just thinking that, what were your i'm going to throw a question in what were your years then from 12 to 30 like because that's such a long time ago for you <laughs> for me <laughs> yeah. oh julian you're a cracker those, those <laughs> years well actually i grew up from 12 to to 13 there was some did, did you grow up though have you grown up 13? no of course not i'm still <laughs> still stuck in the past i actually think spiritually uh, it was around 12 where we, I moved from uh, a church, the church I grew up in. I'd only known for since I was born, quite a traditional church. It was around when I was 12 that we moved to a charismatic church. And I, it was around 12 where I actually really discovered my own relationship with Jesus for myself. Uh, so that is a significant change. Um, and um, gee, like I, I do really feel like almost everything happened. I, I moved to Denmark when I was only early into my thirties. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge question. But I, I do remember when I, when I think about that, I, I remember when I was 12, I remember play fighting with some of the bigger kids, you know, and, uh, 
maybe that's an Australian thing too, but just play, <laughs> playing games like Mugby and Murder Ball where we're really just trying to kick each other and always being the weaker one, you know, always being overpowered and being junior. But now uh, after growing in stature, you know, those same people, uh, I would be playing on the same football team or I would be, you know, giving a hard time or uh, <laughs> overpowering. I, I think even from an emotional point of view, something that really bothered me as a kid when I was around 12, I felt like my parents tried to keep me out of all of the interesting things, uh, discussions, I mean, like, yeah, Joel, no, actually, that's for us to talk about. You don't need to worry about that. Stop worrying about other people's details. You don't need to hear this. You don't need to know that. We'll tell you when you're older. Uh, but now that I'm in my 30s, <laughs> it's my job to know all those things that I wish I knew, uh, that I wished I knew when I was 12. And now that I'm 35 and I have to know a lot of things about the ins and outs of the world or people's lives, I kind of wish I could almost go back. Yeah, <laughs> to, be nice. sometimes be it'd be nice not to know some stuff that you that, then have to deal with and confront. But yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what growing in stature means to me, that, that transformation, that journey. Well, and it's and it should be expected. It's we, we if we're still behaving like we were twelve or thirteen, and we're in our thirties, like myself, um, <laughs> then we, again <laughs> with the lies, <laughs> then people would be concerned. You know, if we were treating stuff that we're handling now like we would treat it if we were fourteen, fifteen years old, yeah, then man it would be it would be a car crash you know or it would be horrendous mm. so there has to be some growth in there some learning and i would say the same my parents no doubt kept me unaware of some stuff i grew up in the methodist church my dad was a methodist minister and i'm not here to make a statement about the way they do their do church in that sense but the process was people would invite my dad to be the minister in the church and you'd stay there and then after five years they would either renew the invitation or they would he would move on somewhere else and it could be the same people who invited him would be the people five years later who were saying he needs to go and i didn't become aware of those kind of conversations that obviously mm. were taking place in our house with my mom yeah. and dad and those committee members um until i left home and began to have conversations around leadership with my dad and how he did stuff that you suddenly become aware of things. But that's, those conversations have formed me and have become a part of my stature and how I then behave as a leader in the things that I'm involved in. And so, you know, I've grown through those, I've learned from those and they've made me who I am today. Mm. Uh, yeah. Definitely. And I'm reflecting because a lot of our listeners are, well, at least we hope, you know, with a podcast name, the leaders of the future, really hope these, these episodes yes. get into the ears of young and aspiring leaders, people who fall into that category, you know, 12 to 30, who knows? Um, I, I want to say it is, it is a funny thing because it's a, a period of life where some of the biggest decisions you're ever going to make happen in that period, but it's also the period of life where you're the least equipped or the, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like a cruel thing in a way where it's like, Hey, you need to decide on what you want to do with your career and your relationships and your interests. Yeah. And you got to set your life up in a time where you really know the least about it. And so in a sense, what are we saying to those young leaders today, Julian, about, you know, that 
the key about Jesus? He grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with people. What, what can we say to them in what seems like a bit of an unfair setup? That's a great question. You're welcome. And um, you've asked me, I would have asked you. Um, <laughs> I, I like ask me. Yeah. No, it's fine. I, I like to think about this. I, in, um, in the book I wrote called uh, 19, again. Um, I talk about layers, not levels. And I think sometimes we're looking for the next promotion or the, like a role, a specific role, specific title. But actually, it's the layers that underpin your ability to be able to handle that role so for me when i think of stature i'm thinking of things like how how you handle yourself as a person yes um in a practical sense you've got to look after yourself keep yourself fit and healthy you know uh, i'm i'm definitely a father here you know get a good night's sleep eat well all that kind of stuff really important do i do it not all the time you know do i do that well myself even now maybe not but the other aspects, those, we talked about it last time, I think, about the internal versus the external. I think the same is true when it comes to stature. So stuff like discretion, how do you, how do you handle those things that you know? And understanding that sometimes just because you know it doesn't mean you should share it. And it could be argued that today with things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff, people lack discretion at times and just think, because I know it, I should share it. So, you know, discretion integrity attitude trustworthiness credibility your reliability how you own what you know and what you're doing all those kind of things that make you who you are you can work on those when you're 12 years old and you can continue to work on them you're going to get it right you're going to get it wrong and you're going to learn as you go but for me they're the things that i want to work on that will underpin me and keep me strong and healthy and keep me being a leader mm. so i don't know if that's an answer that works for that question. I think it is. Uh, I, lo I love that concept of, yeah, leadership is about layers and not level. I think, I really think that's life. That's, that's, that's also the key to life too, because is there really a level? You know, I think the whole, the whole thing about progressing the levels yeah. of life is that's kind of a myth, but you do when you're young, you add layers, you know, education is a layer. Uh, your spouse or partner, that's a layer you know, your career, that's a layer. That's not, that's not yep. necessarily levels, but those, that those are just things that you place onto your life and they make, they play a part of making who you are. Yes. But if stature is about growing up, so you know, Jesus grew in stature from 12 to 30, then it's not just a case of, well, look for me, I mean, I'm now 50. So therefore I deserve, because I'm older now, I deserve to have that role mm. or I deserve to get the opportunity to do this age actually doesn't have anything to do with stature stature is who you are so it's and how i would carry myself in that role is a part of my stature that's mm. what that that's the layers part of it isn't it that would then yeah. determine whether or not i should have that role yeah because it's because it's stature also is in a sense what you're saying a social recognition too mm. yeah um you know that's that's really uh, a key part of that comes with the way your life develops, the way you develop in life uh, really also defines your social standing or your social recognition. Um, yeah. I guess for me, my parting tips is because I don't want to set up an unfair, um, <laughs> you know, hey, we're the growing stature. We kind of don't know how to do that. Well, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're a young person listening today and you're like, yeah, I want to grow in wisdom and in stature, but I really feel 
that conflict or that paradox. I have to make decisions <laughs> when I feel like I've got the least experience or the least um, understand, well, the least, um, what's the word? Least experience and least knowledge of how the world works. I think my, my tips are um, regardless of the outcome, you know, life is about you, you get out what you put in. So you can, you can just invest the right habits or you can invest in the right mentalities. You can invest in the right, you know, development in your life, regardless of the outcome, you know, cause life operates on principles, find out what the right principles are and invest in implementing them. And you know, the, the outcomes might come out in a certain way, but it's going to put you in the right direction. You can't always can, you know, you can't always control what job you're going to end up having, but you can control uh, the foundations you set in your life. And um, even, even when you don't have understanding, uh, living, living under the premise that I will seek understanding no matter what. Um, I think if that makes sense, if I, I don't have understanding, but I'm young and I'm going to commit to seeking understanding, I'm going to commit to seeking um, not just knowledge, advice, counsel, all of that. I'm not going to live closed minded and just try and figure it out myself. And, and understand my, my last tip is understand the nature of grace you need, you need the most <laughs> in that season of life is when you need the most grace, but don't misunderstand what grace is. Grace isn't mercy. You know, grace isn't, Oh yeah, we'll, we'll let them make a lot of mistakes and you know, we'll forgive them because they're young. Yes. I, I pray and hope that that is a reality in your life, but grace is also leaning into God's enabling in your life. Yeah. And so cut yourself some slack, allow yourself to have some grace, but find that grace by leaning into God and seeking him and uh, allowing him to guide you and position you and um, yeah, give you, give you the understanding of what that grace means. Yeah. So good. And um, just as we come to a close in this episode, you know, if you're listening and you've got questions, we'd love to hear from you. Please, um, you know, find us on social media at lift leaders and at the 19 project and, and ask away and, and we'll include some of them in, in future episodes. But I was listening to you there and just thinking in my final thought in regards to this, that we've used quite a lot of, um, how can I put it, boring words to describe what stature is. So we don't want, I don't want people thinking, I'm not allowed to have any fun. Yes. No, no, we, this is not about changing who you are. This is not about trying to change your personality or make you into someone who you're not in that sense. But it is about, like you've said, those foundational aspects that actually can make you stronger and see you not just be a leader when you're 19, 20, but still be leading, you know, in 20, 30 years time because you've put these things in place and you've got a strength to your stature. And so I hope if you've been listening today, you've found it really helpful and useful. Um, thanks, Joel, as always such words of wisdom and even a little bit of Greek today as well so you know, just always trying to outdo me but that's okay never on purpose it's just I my can... my natural brilliance shining I will make way for your greatness but um, to everyone listening thanks for being with us and we'll be back again very soon adios
Thanks again for listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast. We hope that you feel empowered and have been inspired to step into greater things in your leadership journey. If you don't want to miss out on the upcoming episodes, why don't you hit subscribe wherever you are listening to this podcast on and we'd love to stay connected via social media, whether it's in Lift Leaders or the 19 Project. And until we get to be together again, God bless.